This is The Playbook. This day, Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook, and I got, that's right, you're not seeing Double Vision, the <laughs> ultimate twins, Haley and Hannah Cavender. Welcome to The Playbook. Hi, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. I've had so many different athletes on, and every once in a while, we got some killer twins on here, world champions and otherwise, but I have to tell you with the 1500 and some episodes uh, that I love your story. I love your story because not only are you guys both extraordinary athletes, but you've learned the great, the game of community. And I maybe have a different perspective than a lot of people, but you guys are great at building community. Yes, you have brands and yes, you have quote unquote followers, but that's a lot different than building a community. And I'd like to start off uh, from each of you and get your perspective of, hey, Dave, you're full of shit. You know, we just have followers or we're just really great brand people because you have all these great NIL deals. We'll talk about the WWE, all the different companies you've worked for. But I see you guys as community builders. Is that part of your intention or perspective? Yes, I think so. I think actually moving to Miami and kind of um, putting ourselves out there and really diving into the University of Miami and their community, um, I fell in love with it. And I think that even kind of helped um, healing that I really understand what our brand is. And like you said, I think it is through community and just being able to connect with people. Um, and that's what we try to do is just try to uh, share our passions, share our influence um, to, with our platform um, to the best of our ability. But yeah. Um, I really like how you said that, honestly, so thank you, but um, thank you. for sure, definitely through community. Yeah, I think that going off what you said in the beginning, um, we're young, we don't really know, you know, getting following, um, then NIL passing, it's all new, and we're trying to take it day by day, but then as you go throughout the years, you understand, okay, like, what are you going to use your platform for, how are you going to use it after college and capitalize like, off of it, and building a good community and making connections, um, I think that's what me and Hannah uh, try to do just to our best ability because that's all that matters and how you be successful in the business world. And within the context of building that community, uh, I have a lot of twins in my family. I work with twin athletes uh, a lot and uh, it's difficult to have an individual identity uh, while you're building this community together. What are some of the things that you're doing that you still are empowered individually to make sure that it's just not always Haley and Hannah, but you guys have different yeah. skills, different knowledges and different desires. Even though you look alike and you are twins, that doesn't mean that you're the exact same person. What are you doing to make sure that you keep your individual identities? Right. That's actually a, a great question. I actually never been asked that before, but I would say that's what always my goal is, by the way, you just made Yay. my entire day. <laughs> ben Baller was one of early, uh, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but yeah, Ben Baller said that to me early on in Katie Couric when I was interviewing. I'm like, okay, that's my new goal. If they can tell me they've never been asked that question, I'm doing my job. Sorry for interrupting. No, you're totally good. But yeah, um, I would say, honestly, we've kind of, like you said, being a twin, you kind of are very dependent on each other. And I think, honestly, um, ending our basketball career has kind of made us learn so much more about each other independently. Um, there's different skills that I'm good at. Uh, Hannah than Haley versus Haley and I think we just tried to really focus on putting both of our you know passions and ideas and come together and obviously you know we are growing our business together so we have to 
um, see her point of side, her point of view, my point of view, and just making it, you know, one beautiful thing. And I think learning um, from each other and um, being able to connect that way um, is something really cool to see play out. So we're still learning is if that's your, that's the answer. Yeah, I think that um, going off what Hannah said, obviously we have different personalities. Um, and so just balancing each other's like strengths and weaknesses and applying it into the business world is what we're learning. I think day by day, obviously we're best friends and we have similar passions and interests. And I think being able to do that with your best friend and like, that's a dream job for both of us. So um, I think, you know, there's always difficulties and some arguments and stuff, but that's all about learning and growing and figuring out like, okay, we're better together. We're more successful together. And Hannah and I know that. So um, I'm fine with Haley and Hannah besides like only Haley. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to send that to my girls because my dream is for them always to say they're best friends. And that's not always easy, even if you're not a twin, to be best friends with your sister. Um, now, yeah. you guys started a podcast as well, Twin mm -hmm. Talk. And, uh, you know, starting off a podcast isn't always the easiest thing. Uh, I'll start with Haley, because we've been leaning on the Hannah first. Uh, Haley, what was one of the lessons uh, that you've learned from starting a podcast? Because coming from someone who's done thousands of them, uh, it's not as easy as it looks. Was there something that you learned right off the bat? I think something that I've learned is just to understand um, holding a conversation and being personable with someone that you've sometimes never even met and you have similar interests and that's why you brought them on the show or um, just understanding like the deeper side of people. I think that like other social media routes, um, you know, you only get a little bit of a picture or even on YouTube, it's all edited, but podcasts, I think do a great job of like showing raw and who people are. And so I really enjoyed that when we started ours. Anything you like, Hannah? No, I like what Haley said. I think that you get to dive into the person a little bit deeper, have them share their story, um, connect them to your audience if they're um, if they're new to them. So I think just like Haley said, and I'm excited because we're we're continuing our podcast. Um, it's going to be coming out soon in July. We took a little break, but it's it's going to come back up um, with better media. So we're very excited about that. That's a great company and it's a great podcast. So I'm sure it'll be successful. Now you guys are involved in a lot of NIL stuff. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I ran the most notable sports agency in the world. And then a Hall of Fame quarterback and I, Warren Moon, had a huge sports marketing company. And we fought so college kids and high school kids could market themselves from Matt Leinert way back when and beyond. Um, but the WWE... I think they're getting it right when it comes to having an NIL program. What were some of the aspects of their program that attracted you to the WWE NIL program? I think it, um, the WWE in general, health and fitness, it's entertainment, and it's also um, something that Hannah and I always watched growing up. So I think that when they reached out, uh, it was really exciting to see just because it's like, oh, that's so cool, you know, and they embody health, fitness, entertainment. That's something Hannah and I are truly passionate about. Um, so yeah, it was a great, it's been a great partnership and we're excited to see what's to come with them. Yes. I think also going over Haley said, it's also very, like, there is some competition to it and, you know, being former athletes, we, that's what we thrived off of for so long. So like Haley said, we've been going to a lot of their events. Um, we're going to the training facility very soon. So we're excited to see that. And, um, yeah, um, stay tuned because there's definitely exciting things coming. Oh, yeah. I always say wrestling is real. The outcome may be predetermined, but it's real. And there's some incredible athletes participating, as well as some incredible entertainers uh, when it comes to content uh, that you guys are really going to enjoy. And I think uh, fit in there as well. Now, basketball has played an integral role in your lives. And 
believe it or not, I played college sports. I know I don't look like it, but I did. It was a long time ago. Um, but when my college career ended, uh, it was like my first death. And I've dealt with a lot of professional athletes when their careers end, it's like their first death. So one of the hardest parts of being an athlete at a competitive level is you get to live two deaths instead of one. Um, for you, how has that transition been uh, from the amount of time, energy, emotion that goes into being, you guys are super. So I, I was an average uh, college guy, but how you know is that transition where your whole life really was dedicated to your performance in school and now you have all this free time, but there's a big hole probably that needs to be filled. I would say for me personally, um, I don't know if it's quite hit me yet. Um, <laughs> I think that I needed a break after this season. Obviously it was very long going to see elite eight it was a, a lifetime experience. Um, but obviously that season was very long. Um, and I think I just like kind of needed a break with my family and just be able to travel and, you know, make your own schedule. And I think, it hasn't really hit me yet, but I definitely will miss the competition. I think I'm very passionate about other things right now outside of basketball, but definitely I'll always miss the competition. And well, I mean, what a way to go out. So yeah, yeah. amazing. I think, um, for me, I, it was really hard for me just because I think the transition from playing basketball at the best level, at the highest level um, on the biggest stage was always a dream of Hannah and I's. And without COVID, we really, we would have been done regardless. So um really thinking about my fifth year and understanding if I wanted to go back. Uh, Hannah made the decision she didn't, so it took me a while. But, uh, yeah, I think that all good things have to come to an end. Um, and I'm so excited for this next chapter. Obviously, I'll always miss it. I always love the game so much. It's been a bit, such a big part of our um, lives for so long. But I'm really excited to see what the future holds with us, too, and just this next chapter we can go together. Yeah, you guys are going to be super successful. One of the reasons I wanted you guys, beyond your popularity, to be on the podcast is – I have one of my favorite statements of success and you guys really are emblematic of that statement, which is I look for people like you that enjoy the consistent everyday, persistent without quit pursuit of your own potential, whether it was on the court or off the court, it seemed that you both are extremely consistent and persistent. Uh, is that cor a correct image I should have? And two, did that play a real important part in your success? Oh, absolutely. I think that um, we're very disciplined people. I think it kind of, obviously the sport basketball taught us that, but I think it contributes to every aspect of our lives. And that's why I'm so thankful for college athletics because it truly makes the transition um, into the business world or into your health and fitness journey so much more seamless because you already have that discipline and that consistency of what to expect from yourself. So um, I don't know. I don't think without college sports, I would be as consistent or disciplined. Um, so I'm super grateful for that. Yeah, I think um, going off what Hannah said, yeah, we're very consistent. And I'm just a very big person of routine and consistency and discipline. Like that's how I thrive the best in life. And I think college and playing basketball has, and sports has taught that to Hannah and I at a young age. And you can apply that to all parts of your life throughout uh, your next chapter. So that's what Hannah and I do. And that's how we, uh, that's how we consistency and like the routine every single day is helps us like go. So. Yeah, it's a superpower. People ask me all the time, my number one superpower, and it's definitely consistency. I don't have nearly the skills or knowledge, uh, but just a lot of desire to really enjoy everything every day, which seems to be the brand and image that I have noted when I found you two and was so impressed 
Um, now there's so many different kinds of quote unquote influencers. And I prefer a term, I call it the influencers, uh, people that aren't spreading dis-ease. They're trying to empower people. They're trying to inspire people. So I prefer to call you two my influencers than influencers. But there are a lot of tricks to building a brand in that space as either an influencer or as an influencer. Um, what are some of the pieces of advice that you may give other young women, other young women athletes, especially if they want to build a community, build a brand and have influence? I would say make sure you stay true to who you are. That will show within your audience um, no matter what. I think obviously being twins helped us. Um, just kind of just showing um, people that our sport, um, but also that huge, like, like you said, consistency, you know, posting, um, connecting with your audience on all different platforms is what we try to do. Um, and yeah, just showing people like what you love and what you're truly passionate about. I think that also um, like being a female athlete and learning in like a male's world, um, me and Hannah pride ourselves on our champ sale is like the, being the first female athletes to sign with them. So I think showing younger girls, if you prioritize like the right things, you can be successful, even if you're not like a male five-star quarterback um, throughout college and beyond years. So I uh, pride ourselves on that as well. Awesome. Now I'm asked a little different question. I Hopefully no one's asked you this before, but Haley, if I was going to ask you, and let's say that I wanted to go out with your sister, you're meeting a guy your age, and he says, well, tell me about your sister. What would you say? Great question. <laughs> Hannah? is the most loyal, protective, and hardworking person like I know. Like I always call her my twinager because I'm very like nonchalant and kind of go with the flow, but like without her, she's on top of everything and makes sure makes sure everything is always going to a T. So I would just say that and um she's all about family. So that's what I would say. And vice versa, Hannah, what would you say? I would say Haley is the most disciplined person. Um, she's going to love as hard as she can, no matter if she just met you yesterday or a year ago, she like has the biggest heart I know. Um, it's, it's so caring. And I think that, um, she'll run you over if you do her wrong. So I'd let them know. Yeah, so you both can come work for me. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> no, yeah, right on. Well, I got some deals. Um, uh, here's one I asked my daughters as well. If both of you like the same, uh, person, uh, would what would you do if you both like this? I think that's something that's different about Hannah and I. We have different tastes, and <laughs> Hannah always picks the right guys. So. I I choose very right, and I've only had to choose once, so I'm proud of myself on that one too. <laughs> that's so good. So um, I would I would uh, let Hannah ask. Me. Um, I would say <laughs> if we're fighting over one guy, probably like Haley Taken, probably because it's. Yeah. He's not worth fighting over. Like, I would just, we would just never do that. that. There's no way. There's no way. Trust me, there's no guy that's worth fighting over. And that's coming from a guy. I tell my daughter's boyfriends all the time. I'm like, man, we'd be best friends when I was 19. And he's like, really, Mr. Meltzer? I'm like, not a good thing. So there's no guy worth fighting over. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, now, there's a lot of changes uh, in different platforms, different marketing, NIL, continually growing. Do you see... Uh, the marketing and brand building that exists in social media today, do you think it's still in the early adopter phase or do you think we've uh, reached chasm or do you think it's, you know, you shouldn't get in, it's past its biggest days? 
I think that, um, no, I think it's going to continue to still grow. Even you saw with the March Madness tournament, especially on the female side, all these successful females are now getting brand deals and that's such a win. So um, I think being able to just continue for all NI athletes to capitalize off of it, all college athletes deserve this. So I'm super excited to see um, the more progresses and what it, what it looks like. Yeah, I think going off what Kaylee said, I don't, like you said, I mean, I think there was an early stage on different apps, right? Like TikTok was very booming during COVID and quarantine, obviously, when there was not a lot going on and you had to quarantine and be with your family. I think that's when it kind of started. Um, and I think just different apps are continuously evolving and that allows athletes to get on them. Um, but I don't, I don't think social media is ever going away. So I think for that, um, if you're in that space, um, obviously being able to capitalize off that is, is huge. Yeah, I think there's so many opportunities. Uh, I still think we're in the early adopter stage. I think there's been a lot of startups early adopting companies, but if you look in a traditional sense at the size, scope, and scale of how many companies are either dipping their toe or haven't dipped their toe yet, that you're going to see big industry and big verticals, airlines, automobile, yeah. a, a big manufacturing companies that are going to take and start dripping away TV dollars into twins like you and others like you because you get so much more engagement and it's like you said uh so real uh when someone does have the humility and vulnerability of being yourself and uh inspiring uh people last question real quick um a lot of times when you're old like me people ask me dave what would you tell your 18 year old self so i'm going to switch it around probably guarantee this will be the third time nobody's asked you this uh but what do you guys think you would tell your 55-year-old self? So if I was 55, would I tell my younger self? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but no, no. What, it, today, if you could talk to what you think you're going to be like when you're 55, what advice would you give you, yourself? I would just say, don't react so quick. Expand your perspective. And there's highs and lows in life. I would Very say... <laughs> I would say stay patient. All good things are going to come your way. Consistency and discipline will get you the furthest in life. Don't live life with regret. I think you guys got a book in your future because those are really great lessons for <laughs> all ages, especially for 55-year-old mutant turtles like me. It's been a pleasure to meet both of you. Everybody, check out Twin Talk. It'll be coming back out. Check out uh, these two amazing athletes, influencers, great brand. And if you want to join a community of people who really want to help each other and know people that can help each other, Haley and Hannah Cavender, they're definitely the twins for you. Thank you again for joining me. This is David Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook.